0: What's going on guys? Hanging out with Night Swarm and Filter court for the MGI Games Cast. Uh this Games Cast is all about summer sales. Uh of course what MGI is up to. And the Switch. Um But as always when we uh when we start one of these podcasts and it is early in the month, we do games with Gold and PlayStation Plus. Um, before we do that, if you guys head over to Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games, Inc. You can check out all the top news and video game stuff that matters. Tons of good stuff over here. You can get a look at, of course, PlayStation Plus uh, Roundup early. Um, and even some, you know, awesome news. We also, you can follow us over on Twitch where some people are watching us probably currently. Uh, tons of good videos, everything from E3 to... Um, podcast like all of our podcast recordings uh, and like exclusive interviews with uh, some pretty cool people like uh, like our friend Drake. You can see when we go live pretty much and do everything uh, it by following us on Twitch. that's at mammoth Games Inc. Uh, you get access to basically everything there always follow us on youtube it's where all of our videos are directed we do have a patreon you can check out and uh this is streaming of course on podbean itunes and google play um if you're watching it on podbean you have an iphone just grab it on itunes man so much easier
1: but all right filter
0: cord what is games with gold what do we got
1: yeah all right um of course uh like always you know um games with gold kind of staggers them out a little weird so we still have um up until the 15th of this month uh the the uh xbox one version of Watch Dogs one so that's a pretty good grab uh especially if you never played it you know if you never got the chance when the consoles first came out or um you know any time in between it's a good time to grab it play it for free if you like it maybe try out Watch Dogs 2 um
0: I recommend so yeah that's it.
1: It, yeah it's, it was a good game i never played any of the dlc the core game was solid so um, it's definitely one to check out if you never got to see it, and I mean, if it's free, why not? Um, for this whole month, uh, from the first to the thirty-first, we have Grow Up, which was a kind of like a quirky Ubisoft, uh, I guess like open-world platformer sort of. Yeah, it's like a yeah, an open-world platformer. It's it's an interesting title,
0: um, like low poly, and uh, Ubisoft really, um, I mean, they liked it enough to actually like make ads in other games for mm-hmm. Grow Up, like uh, The Division had, like, a Ubisoft headquarters that had grow-up stuff everywhere.
1: Yeah, and they're... It was uh, really cool. Did they release a sequel, or are they working on a sequel?
0: I think they're working on the sequel now. Okay. But definitely, if you are games with gold, go pick up Grow Up and try it out. I mean, it's yeah. it's good for, like, a weekend of play. I mean, it's not the best
1: game ever, but it's, it's fun. Yep, and it's got some cool kind of, you know... You can kind of tell it was a post-Minecraft game. It's got some, like, mess around, like, see what you can combine to do some cool stuff in, like, a funky world, so... Uh, yeah. That's definitely a cool one to check out. Um, on the 360, which will of course work on the Xbox One, *Kane and Lynch 2*. That's only until the 15th, so um, we're already about halfway expired on that one. So um, it's *Kane and Lynch 2: Dog Days*.
2: Yeah. Um, um, so the yeah, world that's... on
1: the world on this one is really really cool. Um, yeah. I'm
0: a I'm actually a fan of *Kane and Lynch* the original. Mm-hmm. Two um, didn't do it for me as much, but the world in the game is so vibrant and cool. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't help but be into it
1: um so after that from um the 16th through to the 15th of august uh you have Runbo, which i think is a like technically a uh, like a multiplayer platformer it looks like um kind of like some quirky characters a kind of cool art style i've heard a little bit of good about it obviously i obviously haven't gotten a chance to check it out yet but um that's definitely one that's on my radar and then uh, from the 16th to the end of the month, again, another 360 uh, playable on Xbox One title. Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. You can't go wrong with the Lego game. And um, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe a little late for the last Pirates of the Caribbean movie came out, you know, uh, last month. But it's probably still in theater. So um, hopefully a good little bit of tie in there. For sure. All right. And I can't help. Can you tell us about uh, PlayStation Plus. Go ahead and finish your thought first.
0: Yeah. yeah, I, I can't help but look at the Runbow and think of Teen Titans.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, it's definitely I definitely got know. that kind of look. Like the, new, yeah. the newer uh, Teen Titans.
0: Right. But, all right, um, if you happen to catch it over at Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc., uh, the free PlayStation Plus games for July 2017, um, you know, make sure that uh, if, if you are catching it over there, sharing that with your friends and getting that out there, so, you know, your friends know to pick it up. But uh, we actually have, what is that, four games for... PlayStation, uh, which mm-hmm. is the usual amount that we have for PlayStation 4. Um, but this one is kind of split up a little different, where we usually have two games for PS4, two games for Vita that are cross by. This time we have three games for PS4, one game for Vita that's cross by. So the big uh, heavy hitter this month is Until Dawn, a mm-hmm. uh, great game from Supermassive. You might have even caught our article about Supermassive earlier uh, over on our Facebook. Um, really, really good, uh, storytelling game. The first time you play it, it's like almost like a mind blowing experience. And it has so much replayability. So, um, you know, pretty much everyone I know that's played this game has has pretty much fallen in love with the world and everything. So, Mm -hmm. definitely one to, one to grab. Um, next up is Telltale Game, uh, Telltale Games Game of Thrones. Um, I think that is a four or five parter.
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's every episode. Um, it's yeah. either five or six. Yeah, I, I can never remember. Um, uh, yeah, but, six.
0: But they've been... Okay, it is six. They've been... Uh, PlayStation's kind of been popping out those Telltale game mm-hmm. series titles. Uh, we got uh, the Tales from the Borderlands and now Game of Thrones. So, uh, if, you know, if you're really into that type of game, this is a good month for story-based games. So yeah, um, sure. go grab the Game of Thrones. Uh, And then PS3, you got Tokyo Jungle and Darkstalker Resurrection. Tokyo Jungle is a very weird experience. Um, Mm -hmm. I I don't think I ever really took part of it on
1: PS3, but both of those are ready to go.
0: I really wish that was
1: on the PS4, the Tokyo Jungle.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. Um, And then for Vita, you have uh, Element 4i. Don't know really anything about it, um, but... You know, it, it doesn't hurt to, uh, you know, experience a new game, especially if you have that Vita. So, mm. uh, and then as well on the Vita, which is the cross by with PS4, is Don't Die, Mr. Robot. Um, just another small indie project, but um, really cool. So mm. go check that one out. Uh, and then the other one, the other PS4 game, uh, s- super interesting. They talked about this at E3, and it was a, uh, a pre show game. Called that's you, mm-hmm. and the idea is you and your friends download this app on a tablet or a smartphone, and then you take like a selfie of yourself, and it puts that selfie on a card, and then that's your player card. And it basically kind of works like um, like Cranium or you know one of those kind of like board games where like sometimes you have to draw stuff, sometimes you have to act stuff out. And uh, they use your phone to take, pit, you know, you'll take a picture of your friend in, like, a fighting pose. And then, like, what weapon is your friend wielding? And then you draw on your phone, like, what weapons. so it kind of, like, works almost like you would be playing around with, like, Snapchat. Like, how you can mm-hmm. draw on your um, pictures and stuff. So, kind of an interesting little experience. It's a $20, uh, $20 game that they're tossing out for free. So, you know, can't really beat that. Yeah, that's that pretty cool. Um, pretty much wraps I, it up for that. Yeah,
1: I, I really like the idea of the, um, uh, what do they call it, like the play link, like the mobile to console cross, like, ability to play on both, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm really into that in general, so uh, that's really cool that they're, they're kind of giving one of those away for free just to, like, play around with. Yeah, I, um, the game looked interesting. I was surprised to see an announcement on
0: the pre-show of the Sony press conference at E3. Yeah. Um, And it was kind of cool seeing some of the, uh, like, higher-ups in Sony, like, playing
1: the the game. Mm -hmm. So that's fun. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Okay, so, uh, you know, before we dive right into the Nintendo Switch stuff, we're going to keep everybody waiting a little longer for it. Um, We kind of wanted to talk about, uh, like, kind of what we've been up to, um, games that we've been playing that we got on, like, summer sales, uh the, the steam summer sale just ended a couple days ago and uh there's still a lot going strong i know um humble store has some pretty good like drm free sales going on right now still uh playstation i think for the rest of the month has their um you know playstation plus subscriber sale going on still
0: yeah they have the midsummer <laughs> sale going on until the 11th right. so uh um, it is the 6th now and this will be up by the ooh, think before then be
1: tight yeah. Uh. Yeah. The tenth. So I hope everybody's early listener. Yeah. You're good. But uh. <laughs> yeah. So um. You know, a lot of good sales going on. We kind of wanted to talk about um. You know, what we grabbed on that. Usually, um. And we've kind of talked about this before too. Like the timing of games. Like summer's usually a really dry mm-hmm. uh, time of the year.
2: Usually.
1: Uh. Is. This year has that's not really been true, and it's kind of hard to tell if it's ever going to be true again because it just seems like there's games coming out every month forever. Yeah. Um so yeah we, i guess uh yeah so um yeah go ahead we have a
0: like i'm just going to show it off real quick uh here's the playstation midsummer sale like i said until the 11th you can pick up um uh middler shadows of Mordor: the game of the year edition for six bucks or you can head over to the steam summer sale and play it for free until mm-hmm. what day is
1: that um uh, i think it's weekend, this right? weekend so yeah only yeah. this will only be for people watching live
0: but as well uh, you can pick it up. You can pick up the Game of the Year edition for four dollars on Steam. Mm-hmm. So you know you kind of have options there. Uh, PlayStation also has the God of War 3 remastered for six bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, the new Ratchet and Clank for ten. GTA you can pick up for like thirty-six bucks. Mad Max is ten bucks. Fallout wow. is even down to uh, like under twenty-five. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot on the Midsummer Sale, um, and Steam has some pretty good deals including like Sniper Elite or Sniper Ghost Warrior um three for twenty five bucks. Um Stardew Valleys like what yep, Stardew Valleys. Nine, nine bucks. Yep. Yeah. Um so y- there's still some good stuff going on out there. Um get out there and mm-hmm. pick that up if uh if you're watching this live. And then if not, if you're watching this on podcast like later. Um, you know, check it out. Some of this stuff might still be going on, especially if you're an early adapter and listen to this, like, when it comes out. Yeah, but, 8, 15 uh, a.m., start clicking. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, uh, what what have you picked up? Like, what are some of the big games that you've picked up and you've been playing from yeah. the summer sales and whatnot?
1: Um, I got a lot of stuff. Like, I'm a moron when it comes to, like, if I see a deal, I have to get it. So, yeah. like... um. Well, one thing, for example, I got the, like, uh, I forget what they called it, but the, the Diablo special that they had on PlayStation with um, Diablo 3, uh, like the Ultimate Evil Edition that had, um, you know, the uh, the DLC that had the Crusader. And it, mm-hmm. uh, this one online also included the uh, new Necromancer class that just dropped. Now, the Necromancer by itself is 15 bucks, so I was not going to get that unless there was some kind of deal around it. Right. And uh, this deal was like, I think it was like 36 with, if you had PlayStation Plus, to get the game and this new $15 DLC. So, I mean, it's the game and two DLCs, so, um, you know, it's all HD on PS4 with all the new um, updates and everything, so it's pretty much equivalent to the PC version now. And um, I actually was able to kind of finagle a good amount of money for my disc copy of uh Diablo 3 that I already had on PS4. So I actually like made four dollars and got the new DLC and everything. Nice. So um, I did that. I got uh, which I'm really happy about Stellaris. Um, it's a I guess it's a real time like grand strategy game set in space. It's a kind of a 4X. Um, it's from the Paradox Development Studio, so the company that made like Europa Universalis, Hearts of Iron, uh, Crusader Kings so um, I've really been enjoying that. It's my favorite one of that company's games that I've played so far. Um, it's not, I, I think some of their games are held back by the, uh, they try to be like extremely historically accurate and that just doesn't really let you kind of make your own story in a lot of ways. Um, which Stellaris does not suffer from just because it's, you know, there there hasn't been a history of space conquest yeah. yet. Was um, this a
0: was this a UX tested game that uh, that you played early?
1: Uh, there were quite a bit. This I didn't get to play this one early, but um, I know some people did. It came out in I think late twenty fifteen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, we would have been there at the right time. I don't think it I played this one. It looks but... really familiar. I'm pretty sure I played it. Okay. Yeah, I know they had uh, Masters of Orion there as well, which okay. is pretty similar. I mean, yeah. Masters of Orion 1 was one of the ones that uh, some of these games are based on. Like, that, Homeworld 1, um, there's a couple others. But, uh, so yeah, I got that. I got the first Stalker game, which I've kind of been, like, a fan of from afar. Um, the Met- the studio that made the-, the Metro 2033 games actually had originally worked uh, uh, on Stalker, I've heard. So, um, it's kind of a similar vein of, like, Russian post-apocalyptic storytelling. Uh, actually, I think Stalker is Ukrainian. But, yeah. Um, I also picked up uh, Headlander. Um, that was a uh, ooh, Tim Schafer's company. Um, that was a double fine game. I got Dropsy, which is kind of a, you're like a creepy clown that runs around and gives everybody hugs. That one was very cheap. <laughs> nice. I've, I've heard that was really funny. So I picked that up. Uh, Cinder's, which is like a folklore, um, story-based, kind of uh, like a really interesting art game. Uh, a little game called Rias, which you're like a giant god being that runs around and like takes care of the these people in this little world um Mm -hmm. so i was i was really interested that's i've played several of that style of games it's like a really small budget black and white i guess um and then yeah so the diablo pack so um those are i've picked up a couple smaller things but that's the majority of what i've gotten so far
0: yeah i uh me personally from the i haven't picked up a ton from the like summer sales i picked up Mm -hmm. um the left for dead pack on the summer sale um it was super cheap and you know it gave you everything left for dead good multiplayer game you might have caught a few of our streams of it um actually want to get back to knocking some of that out yeah definitely um picked up the don't starve mega pack on the playstation midsummer um that one has been a lot of fun it's a like, we, we've been streaming it a pretty heavy amount, and yes. it's just... It, it's it's constant shenanigans. You never know what you're going to get. Um, and it's a good time. And then, of course, uh, because it because it was so cheap and I didn't own it, uh, Shadows of... Shadows of Mordor. Um, and I still... I, I mean, I like the game. I, I love the game. I'm pretty stoked for Shadows of War. Um, I just kind of have... I don't know. I, 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 there's a gameplay issue for me that it just it drives me insane. I'm mm-hmm. constantly pressing the wrong button still, and that never really happens to me. That's so it it's kind of yeah it's it's interesting. Um, I don't know. We'll see we'll see what happens with uh, with the next one. I'm not going to let that sway my decision on buying Shadows of War. So, but yeah, I'm having a pretty good time with with all of that. Um,
1: Okay, yeah, but yeah. I know we uh, we wanted to mention too um, some of the games that we haven't really gotten a chance to play yet that we're really looking forward to, you know, getting a chance to dig into. Right, right. Um, I guess uh, my number one is definitely the uh, Near Automata. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like everything. Anytime I hear about it, I get more excited. And like uh, on our while we were streaming, uh, Grim was kind of talking about it a little bit and. Uh, yeah. It just sounds amazing. Like, um, yeah, I
0: actually caught a small stream really of him it. playing, and uh, <laughs> the gameplay looks great. Uh, I I was really confused when I jumped in. He was he was riding a moose, and I was like, "What is this, Canada?" Uh-huh. Um, and and I don't know. We just had a pretty fun back and forth, and it looks it looks awesome. Super interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I still don't know when I'm gonna get a chance to play it, and I know it's like a nine million hour game. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, and that's kind of the lure i think you know yeah picking that, up that game it. that
0: you can play for a long time but um, i i don't know what to think of it it's, it's super weird
1: yeah and platinum games of course is just totally bizarre anytime they make anything yeah yeah i'm pumped uh, for that.
0: yeah and um for me it's not so much like what game i want to buy and and play um it's what game that i need to sit down and play more of and uh it's actually I have two minor two multiplayer um Friday the 13th mm-hmm. it just I need more people to play it with I had uh, a group of it was me and two other people that were playing uh, Friday the 13th and it was it was going uh, it was going really well but then the summer sale happened uh, um, you know PlayStation plus was cranking out some pretty good games last month it just kind of got buried
1: hmm so you know yeah
0: it happens what about you anything else that you that you still want to catch up on
1: yeah i definitely want to um you know when i get the chance i want to pick up overwatch i think i'm going to get it on ps4 so we can kind of stream and play around on. i got a lot of friends that have it um yeah. i actually like in a classic austin move um i got invited to the alpha and the beta testing of overwatch on pc mm-hmm. and i played like uh, it was really before there were a lot of people on, and the people that were on were way better than me. I played like 20 minutes, and I was like, "Yeah, this game's not going to catch on." <laughs> yeah, it was like game of the year forever. Yeah,
0: it's it's been going a year strong, and uh, um, still has a crazy amount of people that are yeah. that are playing. Yeah. Um, and even today, it was announced that one of the long-awaited characters, uh, Doomfist, he was announced. Um kind of a pretty cool like attack character that mm-hmm. shoots uh like darts like almost like darts. I'm not sure exactly what they are. He's in the PRT for PC right now, but that's mm-hmm. uh that's about it. He shoots darts out of his left hand and has a rocket gauntlet that um everyone had seen because it was in one of the push like the logos
1: in Nobody. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was in the first trailer.
0: Yeah, and it was yeah, it was in the first trailer in um, in a case and he's not the first Doomfist either yeah so it, it's interesting the doomfist you, you become Doomfist when you grab the gauntlet mm-hmm. and uh yeah this this um this character has at least one of the Doomfist characters have been announced uh as an attack character um showing off a little bit of gameplay of him right now do and you know if yeah,
1: uh it's gonna be awesome to play as him do you know if he's voiced by terry cruz i don't believe he is no. Oh, they better do it. But, Call him in, dude. You can pay him, pay the man.
0: But like I said, he's not the first Doomfist, so this isn't who I expected Doomfist to be. Uh-huh. Uh, I expected him to be like a tank. So yeah, I, I could see, I could see, um, like Doomfist, you know, like one or well, Doomfist, like three point two being this one, and then. The original Doomfist being a tank and us getting a different character later. Mm-hmm. So you know it's totally possible. This game, this uh, company, and then of course Game uh, is super like into their lore of their characters and how you know yeah. how everything goes with the character. So uh, it's gonna be cool to see how this plays out. We should probably see him if there aren't are, like really aren't any problems with um, mm-hmm. balancing we should see him on console and in general gameplay on uh you know within within the month so
1: yeah yeah that's gonna be cool um yeah i'm always excited when they get a new overwatch character because i get to watch more like awesome cg trailers
0: right right (laughs) and that's where a lot of their lore comes from like that like you get to figure out you know why the characters are the way they are so pretty cool stuff And I think the last one uh, that just kind of, like, I think probably for both of us, uh, being Persona 5, did you pick Mm -hmm. that up?
1: Yeah, I've been playing it a little bit. Um, I need to do more. And again, that's just another one that it's like, uh, I I just don't have, like, 600 hours on me right now.
0: Right. (laughs) I mean, I've went on on record, even here on our podcast, saying, you know, I, I don't get it. I don't get the lure of the game. I've played them before, and... Pretty much every single one of them, I'm like, it's not, it's not my jam. But mm. I keep seeing more about this, and I'm like, this is, this is it looks really cool. It looks like it's fun. I mm. I don't know why. I have this like I, I don't know why I don't like it when I don't play when I play, and I haven't played
1: mm. the fifth one yet, so, you know. Well, yeah, you'll have to check it out. Um, they, I I've only played of the entire. Uh, megami tensei series i've only played persona 5 so i can't compare it to anything else i didn't play um you know any of the other persona games um but from what i've heard uh you know this one's the most stylish it's one of the highest rated i think it is the highest rated um they've apparently streamlined a lot of stuff in combat like i know once you find out uh, an enemy's weakness Mm -hmm. uh in combat you know normally you have to go through the menus to like okay I want to use magic. Okay, what kind of magic I want to use? I want to use this character's magic. I want to use this type of, like, blizzard spell on that enemy. Okay, got it. And it's like a, you know, five or six button press to get it done. Um, Mm -hmm. Once you've figured out enemy's weakness, you can just pull, uh, you know, hit the the right trigger, and the game will just, like, cruise through the menu to the correct attack and on the correct guy. So um, (laughs) that that speeds up that turn-based combat a lot.
0: Yeah, that's really cool.
1: Um, And it's like, if you already know it, you know that's what you're gonna do anyway so they just let you do it uh which i think is really smart yeah super Um, interesting yeah yeah. all right so with that out of the way um let's go ahead and dive in uh we're gonna talk about the nintendo switch we're gonna talk about kind of um i guess like our experience with it so far uh when we picked it up what games we've played with it um what games we're looking forward to and just kind of in general like what is the path for the switch what's some really big stuff that's coming up um you know what does nintendo need to do to keep the momentum because it seems like they have a ton of momentum for this
0: yeah um you know they're doing um pretty good with announcements but Mm -hmm. execution wise it it was it, it was like last month like Okay, so two months ago, it was go- going into E3. We're looking at it, and we're like, man, how is this gonna, like, how are they gonna even do anything right. around the E3 press? Um, you know, the you know the games haven't been there, and I mean they they've been there. There's some good ones, but they're so far and few in between, and you know, so we, we don't have anything really announced and nothing to look forward to, as well. So limited on what we're what we have on there to play and uh yeah with e3 they really brought it so um it's kind of we're sitting at execution time i know we have uh the Pokemon tournament coming up Mm -hmm. um we just had the pack one for breath of the wild uh released and uh i think the second one is coming out closer to holiday Mm -hmm. so you know we we got that coming up um and uh and, and more um so, I mean, I think I think just execution, that's what they have to do. They have to get out there and um, get those games out. And I don't want to say as fast as they can, but well with the kinda. limited amount of stuff that we have, it, yeah. it's
1: almost looking that way. Um, yeah, so uh, I think they really need to um, kind of focus, like, hunker down on their marketing. um. Nintendo is known to just kind of let stuff come out. And I I think they did a good job with the marketing for ARMS. I heard a lot about ARMS. There was a lot of people playing early copies. And, you know, there was a lot of, um, you know, like there were early like tournaments even before the game came out that they were showing off and letting people kind of check out um, more of how that's going to go. And I think they need to do that for all of their big titles. Um, That was a very good idea. It's not my style of game and I was probably never going to buy it. But they got it in front of my eyes like they haven't done with, basically anything that came out other than Zelda. Yeah, so. um
0: Arms and even Splatoon, they've done um like, mm-hmm. like Yeah, they've done pretty good with Splatoon. Yeah, like they've done like public tests that uh that did fairly well. You know, I never when I played the Splatoon um like public test fire that they ran. Um, mm-hmm. immediately pretty much got into games, you know, it, where some titles, it's like, man, you got a 15 minute wait to get into this beta, you know, for, for the, you know, find the party and everything like that. And then if someone leaves, it's longer. Um, I mean, I had, you know, a couple minute wait. That's pretty good. To jump into that. And uh, ARMS, that was immediate. I didn't have a wait at all. It was less than 30 seconds. It was like a, like a like, maybe a long load time. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was it, it was pretty cool, and I agree. I think that some of their games, especially their multiplayer ones, like, coming up, the Potekin tournament, um, like, what is it, like, the Deluxe Edition, probably, is what, I can't remember what exactly they're calling it. Yeah. Um, but I know you're getting more characters and whatnot, and, um, I think they need to continue doing that. I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah, and it's, um, I think they have had a little bit of an issue with, like, a lot of their releases have kind of been... uh, Like, a lot of their big releases have just been a port or a remake of an older game. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Mario Kart is, like, here's Mario Kart with all the DLC, basically. Right. You just have Um, everything
0: unlocked immediately.
1: Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did that as well. Yeah, just, like, an unlock key. So, um... I don't know, like, uh, this is one of those things which, um... Like, I think they really messed up with the... Uh, having just remade the NES, a bunch of NES games for HD. Mm-hmm. And then they are now making a bunch of Super Nintendo games in HD. I think it's a total mistake that they're not just releasing a $100, like, buy all the games digitally for your Switch bundle. Right. Uh, instead um, of,
0: yeah, releasing that, um, with the Mini or whatever?
1: Right. And then the Mini is your collector's item, which is what it's going to be anyways. You right, know? like they made the NESs. People destroyed stores finding those things. Yeah. And then, like, when they decided, like, okay, there's still this huge demand. Everybody wants one. We're done. We're not making it anymore. Um, they should have the, the, the day after that. They should have put out a DLC package of you can buy all the games for a hundred. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: that would have made sense. Um, like even if it was like you can buy, um, I'm not even sure. Like for for a hundred because that's what you're paying to get the the collector's item,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you should probably get a bit more. Like, or, or, yeah,
1: trim it down, maybe do 80. Like, you want to make sure that the collector's item still has its value, I guess. You don't want to make yeah, it too cheap, but still. Right. Like, like,
0: if they if they made it 100, give, you know, give, like, all of the games that they had on the Wii as well that was mm-hmm. for that console. You know, toss those in. Give them, instead of doing 20 games, do 40 games.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, um... Well, I mean, I guess we can get into some of that later. So, I guess, uh, like you, you got the Nintendo Switch on the day of release, or you got it shipped like just before, right?
0: Yeah, mine was kind of weird. I picked up, um, I picked up mine uh, day of release, and I had no games. I had to wait till the next day because uh, I had all my games and everything shipped. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, I got to check it out and you know play around. I downloaded, I think, a demo or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, played around with it and that was it until the next day when uh, breath of the wild showed up and the pro controller and everything like that
1: okay so that that's the game you got with it when it came out
0: yeah yep
1: um, and then, yeah so and I, I, then I planned on picking
0: up you know whatever else just on the yeah like on the store or whatever
1: okay um, yeah I so, ended yeah. up getting my uh, system kind of in like the I think it was like the second week of May. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually got it. Uh, it was only three days shipping. It was pretty good, but uh, yeah, it's pretty good. So you know, I, I I happened to see it come into stock on uh, GameStop.com, and I was like, yeah, right, I gotta get it. Like this is a good chance. Right. They don't pop up a lot. It just happened to be when I was just kind of looking to see. So I was like, yeah, it's fate. I have to get it. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I got mine after it had been out for a while. Um, you know, it's it, it wasn't uh. I was expecting honestly. I was expecting more. Games that I'd be interested in to have been out for it. Um, I also, so I got the bundle that came with, um, it was uh, Breath of the Wild, of course. Mm-hmm. And then I, it also came with uh, the Lego City Undercover that I just turned around and sold immediately. And <laughs> Has Been Heroes. Um, okay. Has okay. Been Heroes was actually published by uh, GameStop's little you know indie publisher branch, uh, GameTrust. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, uh, I wasn't a fan of it. I, I get it. I I see what it is, and I see why it's kind of interesting. It was kind of almost like a mix of... um, I don't know, it's hard to describe. There were, like, three lanes, and you had, like, a warrior, a mage, and a rogue, and each one did a different amount of damage. So, like, the warrior would do, like, one, the rogue would do two, and the mage would do three. And then Mm -hmm. enemies were in each lane, and they were slowly approaching you, and they had armor. So, like, if an enemy had two armor, you had to either... Hit it twice with the warrior, and then hit it with somebody else to do damage or kill it. Or hit it once with the rogue to do the two damage. But if you hit it with, like, the wizard, they would regenerate their armor. So, like, you had to try to hit it perfectly. And, um... You know, you had to, like, target it and uh, try to make sure... Um... Try to make sure everything worked out properly. So, um... It was kind of a weird game. Like, I'm not super into puzzles or anything. So, um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't super my thing. Um, yeah. but uh, um, Yeah, I mean, I, I, I tried out a couple demos, too, and I've got some stuff on my wish list. I ended up picking up Snake Pass. Um, I haven't gotten okay. to play it yet, but I have it, and it's ready for me to, you know, I have it downloaded and everything. I've still been kind of playing Breath of the Wild a little bit. Yeah, Snake Pass
0: looked pretty fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's, like, I don't know, the, the mechanics that, uh, like, that the game has of just, you know, like, the way that your character kind of, you know, slithers around and, like, it, it wraps. I don't know, it's it's almost like it reminds me of, like, a um, like a more fleshed-out version of the game you used to play on your Nokia phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's cool well, just the like... way, you know, it
1: continues to move. Things continue to... Yeah. his back like it's like snake. I mean, his his back's trying to catch up to him, but it's in three D. It's kind of like almost, uh, um, I don't know, not really like Banjo Kazooie graphics, but you know that kind of like fun, like funky style. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, very colorful.
0: Yeah, I, I played uh, I played some snipper clips as well. That was a pretty interesting little indie game, um, and it's good when you're like out you know, just a game to play while, you know, like, oh, I brought my Switch with me, you know, I'm waiting to do, you know, I'm waiting for the food to arrive, so, like, at, like, a restaurant or something, you can just pop it up, and then, you know, you can play a a game or two, Um, and that game kind of consists of some, like, construction paper-shaped people, and once they intersect, you can press a button, and it'll take, like, that chunk out of your character, Mm -hmm. so you can, like, use that to your advantage, like you can almost create like a U shape, and uh, like a pencil could drop into the U and it it wouldn't fall over. And then that character, you know, that shape like the U can like walk over and sharpen the pencil, which would be the object of the level or something.
1: Okay, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's a super interesting game. It's cool for uh, like, you know, casual players. You don't need extra controllers. You just, you know, pop your pieces, you know, the sides of your uh, the Joy-Con's off, and then, you know, your two-player just turn the controller sideways, you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a pretty fun game. Uh, and then the other one, of course, uh, aside from Breath of the Wild, because, I mean, that's... that was <laughs> Like, that was the lure for the whole system, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, kind of a no-brainer, especially living yeah. with uh, almost Ashley. She was like, yeah, that's happening. Um, so... She's a pretty big Mario fan, so that was kind Mm -hmm. of her game, and my game was Breath of the Wild, but I've had a lot of fun with Mario Kart.
1: Um, Do you want to talk about Breath of the Wild a little bit, or do you think that's pretty much all been discussed? Um, I I feel like it's been discussed pretty
0: well, but yeah, I mean, if you have some things that you want to talk about.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah, I think, like, I'm not just going to trash on it. Mm -hmm. because, like, I I think it's well-documented that I'm not a big fan of Nintendo, and specifically not a... I mean, I like Zelda probably more than a lot of Nintendo titles. Right. But, uh, I don't know, like, I've just always thought it kind of got a free pass, and I think this game definitely fits that mold. I enjoyed uh, Horizon a lot more. Um, Okay. As far as, like, open-world goes. Um, I I am really looking forward to seeing some of the DLC they're adding, because it looks like they're adding some really cool stuff. Um you know some kind of like some i guess some stuff that will kind of like change uh like unique challenges that the game didn't already have it's not just adding like oh here's another like five dungeons or whatever you know it's like it's adding something new yeah which i think is what you have to do especially in open world so um you know i'm looking forward to kind of checking that out but um i think i I just now came across one of the like legendary beasts it's like the dragon that hangs out by that bridge. Oh, okay, yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, um, for me, it... Um, like, I, I didn't... I still
0: haven't played Horizon, so that probably should have been on the list of games I want to catch up on. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I had... Like, I played Breath of the Wild a pretty long time. Like, last month, I finally beat it. Like, I was doing all this stuff, and then I finally mm-hmm. just went and did it and beat it. And... Yeah, it's a fun game. I, and there's still stuff that I can do in the game. Like there's things oh, yeah. I haven't done yet. So, um, you know, I it, it was it was really what I wanted from the game. You know, headed to heading into um, the castle was, you know, just as cool and broken as I expected it to be. So, okay. that was you know, I, I had I had a ton of fun with it, and I played it for a very long time. I feel like I played it a long time. Well, um, I do have,
1: um, and this is something that has been like pretty universally praised. So this is, it, you know, it's, it's even more just my opinion than a lot of things I've already said, I guess. But um, I, I have trouble with games that just kind of give you the whole world and they're like, okay, go have fun. Like, I yeah. didn't like Minecraft at all. Um, right. I usually don't, I, I'm usually not super into open worlds unless there's something really engaging going on. Um, usually I, I need, like, a good solid story, which Breath of the Wild does have some, like, really interesting, like, content and stuff going on that I, I'm, like, I was super into the the villages when I first found them, and any I find a person, I kind of hang out with them and see what they're up to. Yeah. Um, they also have those memories that give yeah. you a pretty healthy look
0: at, you know, what yeah. was happening. Like,
1: And I really like when ago. I'm in um, the shrines, but the in-between, like, there's no quests. There's, like nothing that it's like telling me like oh this would be a good idea to go handle this right now right so i just kind of like wander around and i like find a camp and i kill them and i like that for a lot of people that is like part of the magic that they're like oh dude i stumbled into this camp and i like didn't know that this there was like five bokoblins coming back home with their like hunt and they like snuck up behind me as i thought i was in an empty camp and then there was this whole battle and yeah like for me it's just like well nobody made me anything to do so i had to go do something on my own like not to say that it seems lazy because i understand that it was all set up you know everything that happens obviously is was made and particularly crafted to happen that way Mm -hmm. but i just need something to keep me going because like i don't have the desire to go play unless there's something specific going on or unless i'm like okay I, i need to go do this shrine and then there's another one like on the top of this mountain right next to it So, I'm going to go knock these two out real quick and then glide down to a tower. Like, when you can get those, like, kind of chains of stuff going, it's pretty cool. But, like, I would never go hunt down all of the, like, little Korok seed guys. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to, like, go scout these, like, weird places. I'm not going to go stumble upon a lot of these little quests. Because it's like, if I don't really have a reason to go there, I'm not going to go there. Unless the game explicitly tells me, like, oh, there's something cool going on over here. Or if a character says... Oh, I heard that on the you know in the peaks of the mountains over here, there's like an interesting, like, fruit bat to climb. <laughs> like if it if it doesn't hand that to me, I'm not just gonna go find it on my own because I have yeah. games where I mean I have The Witcher sitting there waiting with like 700 quests ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, so, I,
0: um, I, I guess that is you know it, it definitely um, more fell into that uh, free exploration. You know minimal quest like you you can right. get a healthy amount of quests but most of your quest it's not like okay click on this quest and then it points you to go to point and a. then there's like a compass then, yeah yeah there's none of that it's like oh you know you got to go find this guy and then you're just like well where the fuck's this guy at right you know and it, and i kind of appreciate that about it i don't know i it i really like the um i, I guess i go back and forth I sometimes like not, you know, being, like, guided through, and other times I like being guided through. Mm -hmm. So it it kind of, for me, it kind of fades, like, in and out, like, like, oh, man, I'm really sick of, you know, trying to figure out where to go. I wish someone would just tell me. Right. And then, you know, I'll play a game that's very um, linear in that respect, and then other times, you know, once I'm so done with that, I'll you know jump back into that open world of right like something like dark souls or something you know and there is if the
1: yeah there is the wrong way to do it too which is like the assassins creed like there are 300 flags to find in this city and each city has another 900 flags yeah like that's too much yeah, and i actually end up lot. turning like i just filter a lot of that stuff out because it's like i just don't care like Um, you know, in those games too, it's like, if you collect every single treasure chest icon that shows up on your map, you're going to be like completely like full on money. You never need to buy anything else in the game after like two hours. Yeah. So like there is, there is like a too far with it, but I think that the Bethesda games work extremely well on it where it's like, um, you know, like in Skyrim, it's like, okay, go down the hill, go talk to this guy and see what's up. So while you're on your way over there two deer run across your path and you're like well you know i can need to train my archery and i could use some meat or whatever so i'm gonna go follow this deer and they lead you over to this other thing and then that leads you into some ruins and you fall into a trap and you have to like break your way out of the cave there's like some weird gecko people that are like trying to eat you or whatever and then
0: there's and then there's vampires and you spend 40 hours trying to figure out how to not be a vampire anymore
1: exactly like yeah there's there is like the goal like okay i'm doing this i have something that i'm doing i'm not just standing around but um you know i'm also um uh, i don't know i i guess it's like i'm also kind of doing my own thing but i'm when i wander around it's because i want to yeah. as opposed to i have to wander around because i literally have nothing to do i need to go find a quest so um i don't know like i i need a good I, like you said i guess i need a good mix of both i can't yeah. just do um, if I had just had one way too much, it's like that's kind of what turns me off of Assassin's Creed when I've been playing after a while.
0: Yeah, I get I get that. Um, yeah, yeah. I totally All agree right, that. So, um, so okay, yeah, let's, let's move
1: on, on, on. to uh, some stuff we're like looking forward to. Um, some of the games that are coming out, we mentioned uh, you know a couple already, but um, you know, there's there's definitely a lot. There's a lot coming out on the system that looks good.
0: Yeah, there's um, a bunch of little games that I just need to pick up. Um, mm-hmm. one Letter of those yeah. yeah and, and um, you know like Shovel Knight and stuff like mm-hmm. that um, but one that I just I keep seeing it on sale and keep putting
1: it off and I think it's probably on your list too uh, Stardew mm-hmm. Valley yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Stardew Valley it's actually you know it's a I think you mentioned it it's a good deal on Steam right now right. Um, I have it on Steam already and I'm really I really want it on Switch because that's the kind of game that you're going to pass a lot of time in um, I've been through, I guess, like two out of the three se- or the uh, four seasons that the game goes through. So, okay. um, I guess I've on the steam version, I've played like half of it, but I did restart somewhere in there. So i I'm, I classically restart when I'm halfway in. Cause I'm like, oh, I could have done this better. Yeah. And then I just do that forever until I die. <laughs> but, um, so I, I guess I got a total of about half the content, uh, playing on steam, but it's like, this is a game that is Perfect for something mobile. Yeah, um, and just that's like kind the of sitting it. around like collecting flowers and like wooing whoever in the town you're trying to bone and everything.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the way I felt. I was like, that is a switch title. Like yeah, for hands sure. down. There's no Yeah. And um, ever since the game was announced to come out for it, like I planned on picking up picking it up just on PS4 and you mm-hmm. know, just playing. Um but it never like, I, I never had the need because I was like, you know, I'm just going to grab it on Switch. So, uh, yeah, when that happens,
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm really pumped for sure. it. And, um, like, it, that's another game, like, a type of game, I guess, that I have issues with sometimes. Like, none of the Harvest Moons have done it for me in, like, a decade. Um, I think I got a Harvest Moon game on the uh, PS2 that I was really into, and then <clears throat> shortly after that, uh, Animal Crossing came out, and that was it. <laughs> right. I think, I've, I think I've played every Animal Crossing title to come out since then. I would have not played the Happy Home Designer, just because... Um, well, I don't have a 3DS anymore, which I'm probably about to go get another one. But, uh, you know, like, I'm really looking forward, yeah. and um, I, I really hope that they put a good Animal Crossing on the Switch. I can't imagine why you wouldn't. right. Um, um, I mean... Ripe for it. Yeah, they have those, like, kind of gimme games,
0: and that feels like one of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, like, they're gonna make an insane amount of money. And, like, Happy Home Designer actually really didn't do very well. Um And, again, it was one of those things where, like, they added, like, more definitive stuff to do. Like, you had a quest, like yeah. you're a home designer, and that kind of took something away from that game. So that's just an example of me, like, going against my own beliefs. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so, like, Stardew Valley is an extremely good, like, little farm sim game. Um, it's It was almost entirely made by one guy, which is, like, super inspiring. Yeah, um, that's really cool. He There was a little bit of help on certain things. Um, but, like, primarily it was a dude, like, lived at home with his parents. He didn't go to college. He worked eight hours a day making this game. And that was his, like... That was his higher learning experience, basically. Yeah. And uh, man, what's it's, it's? I mean, what a great job! Yeah, um, it, it,
0: those kind of stories are real crazy. Um, yeah. Like, I, I can't, I can't imagine how that, how that goes down. Like having that deep of a, like,
1: learning uh-huh. while you're making. Well, you have to be like so. Even. Um, you just have to understand yourself so well. And you have to be so confident in, like, what you're working on. And I know he, he's talked about, like, um, like losing faith in the idea and, like, feeling like he threw it all away and stuff right. like that. And it's, like, uh, obviously that's not true because, like, you made an absolute gem and, like, he got it out. And, I mean, this dude got, um, you know, he, he uh, yeah, within, um, it was one of the highest selling titles on Steam in its first few months Mm -hmm. Sold over a million copies, from a guy. It's his first game. It's the like as far as I know. I'm kind of looking into him right now to make sure I'm not like making myself look like a moron here. But um, smoke up a ass. Right. It's it's entirely possible. But like, it's just so cool. Like I'm super into it. Um. Yeah, it's the only game he's known for. So yeah, that's insane. um, You know, I'm I'm like super proud of him and really yeah, interested I mean, to see what he does in the future and everything
0: yeah and i mean buying like buying this game is like to be honest i probably should have bought the game on ps4 and then probably bought it on pc and then probably buy it on switch you know because that that yeah. kind of thing is like super uh admira like that's what you want to put money into you want mm. to give people money that do incredible things like that
1: yeah and that's why, like, I mean, again, like you said, I, I might just end up buying it on everything. Because it's like, right. I love him. For sure.
0: So, anything else that you're looking forward to?
1: Um, yeah, started, I'm still, uh, need. well, I'm unhappily looking forward to Mario and Rabbits. <laughs> um, that could be a good stream to check out when we, like, live stream to Ubisoft's press conference from uh, E3. Right. Um, like, it just looks really good. Yeah. For- rabbits.
0: For whatever reason, I don't know, it's very, it has, well, for you, like, specifically, it has that XCOM vibe. It has, yeah, yeah. like, that it, tactical kind of. Yeah, it fits what you like uh, in yeah. in a game, um, even though I would say half the characters are. Absolute you, trash. You're, you're going to be, <laughs> you're going to cringe while you're playing it. You're going to hate yourself when you pick it up. Yeah, dude, it's like,
1: uh, like, this uh, game honestly is, like, again, like I said, I'm not even a huge fan of Nintendo, so it's like, even the Mario characters, which I'm gonna try to make a team of entirely Mario characters and no rabbits, even if it, like, hurts, it's kind of like when you get, like, you wear the cool gear, even if it's worse, because it just looks cool. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna definitely do that to myself and make the game harder. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, honestly, it would be like if, um, the new, like, Shadows of War, uh you know middle earth game if like all of the orcs were minions <laughs> it's like why the fuck do i have to buy this stupid shit
0: like you know a, I, be, like, a game you never knew you wanted like wouldn't that be really funny if they made a minions game with the the nemesis
1: system in there with the nemesis system and but you like every, decapitate them and they blow their eye out of their head and shit but every minion is just the same character it's just they're shorter tall uh huh that would like one be one or rude. two eyes it would be like,
0: so funny to go to a press conference with this game <laughs> and just be like, "It's such an advanced system, nobody." Show uses up at packs.
1: It. It's like ultra ultra high graphics, like you can see the pores on their fucking yellow skin.
0: Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's just it's, it's disgusting, but every character looks exactly the same. It just yeah, like, and it's like look at this, <laughs> like look at this high minion chief. Uh you know.
1: <laughs> and it <laughs> zooms in, like you see a minion off in the distance and he like turns around and he has like the one eye goggle and there's like a scar on both sides of it, and it goes Durf the burned. And he goes, Yep. <laughs> and I just and fucking is, light myself on fire. It zooms in on his nostrils and
0: they flare and you go, disgusting. Wow. Disgusting. <laughs> Makes you want to throw
1: up. <laughs> Cuts to a live stream of me just hanging from my ceiling fan. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> if they made that, I would have to buy it. And it's that's exactly what Mario and Rabbids is doing to me. Like, I hate Rabbits. In, in a lot of ways, I think Rabbits are the OG minions. Mm-hmm. They and, uh, I agree. They equal, like, having seen that designer, and, like, I know the team, like, I mean, I don't personally know them. But, you know, I know of the Ubisoft team that's working on this game. And, like, they make quality games. They make good games. They do. So, like, I know it's all in the team. Like, they can make anything good. They could make a good minions game that I would probably think about playing, but it's like I just wish it was anything else, you know. Like I I wish I'm, it was like, I'm
0: curious, like because I I never looked into the lore. Where did the rabbits? rabbits? Yeah, where did they come from?
1: Uh, was it was it? A well, game they started with Rayman, right?
0: Was it Rayman? I thought that's I, what, so. I thought that's where it started, but I, I didn't. Do I don't know for sure.
1: Research rabbits. While you're
0: while you're looking that up, I will say Jesus uh, God another one that I'm really looking forward to and it, it's kind of a, 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 like probably more of a solo thing rather mm-hmm. than both of us, but Xenoblade Chronicles two. Uh-huh. Um, it just, to me, that game looks incredibly fun. I had a good time with the Xenoblade games in the past.
1: Um, so I haven't it, played, uh, I haven't played the, the first one.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's a big, it's a pretty big game. Like, it's not like one of those games that I would say, oh yeah, you know, you, just, you can just jump right on into it and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the one on the um, Wii U was, was pretty deep. It was a pretty crazy game, so. Uh, but I, I look forward to it. And I wonder if they're going to give us that ability to play those other those other titles. Um, like you know like not before but you know at some point to give people the chance to see mm-hmm. what the game is you know see what the original titles were all about so
1: yeah okay here's the uh, rabbits breakdown they're officially known as the Raving Rabbids
2: mm-hmm.
1: in France they're known as the Idiot Rabbits. so I already <laughs> like that a lot more yeah um, they came from uh, Rayman. Um, they were first in Rayman and the Raving Rabbids. So, yeah, whatever. I get it. So like, were they a, a villain? Uh, yeah, they were just like a kind of like idiot, like douchebag background character, I guess. <laughs> um, they were kind of, they were almost like um, uh, Goombas, sort of. Okay. Just more um Yeah, just like severely more annoying. Um, So, the most interesting thing I saw about them. uh, Wow, Rabbids-based games as of April 2014. So this is three years out of date. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: In 2014, Rabbids-branded games had sold over 14 million units. Who is buying this stupid shit? Damn it, Ubisoft. Now, that said, they've had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 games counting uh, Mario and rabbits. So, I mean, mm. they got about a million per. That's pretty that's pretty good. Yeah, it's they pretty were good. created... Now, this this hurts my heart. Created by the creator of the Rayman franchise, who is also the creator of the Good and Evil franchise, Michelle Ancel. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I, I lost a lot of respect for him right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, obviously, like, uh, you know, that's your, like, one for the company, one for fun. And, like, I have to make these rabbit games, and then he gets to make, uh, Beyond Good and Evil on his own, you know what I mean? So Right. Uh, I, I get it, I guess. Yeah,
0: it's like, this one makes some money, so we can definitely make this one.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um that's coming out uh, I'm also excited for I haven't gotten I Am Setsuna yet but I think I'm going to um, actually mm-hmm. that came out like launch day so I'm way behind yeah, on that
0: yeah that's, that's a, an older one I just yeah I, I never looked into it so
1: I well guess I a lot of have... a lot of people's issues like a lot of the complaints about it is that it just kind of recycles some older RPGs but all the ones that people claim that it copies are ones that I haven't played so it's like okay yeah sure like okay that's fine if it copies them I don't I don't know about that yeah um, Rhyme it's a game that yes. I definitely want on the Switch. Uh, yeah. It looks really interesting. Like, um, it's something I, I'm gonna have to kind of give it a chance because it's not necessarily my uh, style of thing. From what I've seen so far, they've. I mean, it's out on the other consoles, isn't it? It's out on like Steam. I right think now. so. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I know. Um, it's, I'm pretty sure it's Steam. Yeah. At least. Yeah. So like I could, I, like I'm trying not to look into it, at all. So I could just right now go find out, but I'm not going to. And okay. um you know it's uh, like I, I have some issues with like traditional adventure games but it, it just looks good enough and it's you know it's been rated pretty well and i, I just want to check it out i think it'll be good again on uh something to have on um you know a mobile system and then um the lastly which i mean we have some more that i think we share that we kind of want to talk about but I'm, I'm really excited for uh any fire emblem games coming out i know there's going to be like a fire emblems dynasty warriors game coming out
0: yeah that's the, um
1: what they showed off at e3 I believe. yeah and I'm not super into Dynasty Warriors, but I've owned several Dynasty Warriors games. They're, they're fun to play with, you know, other people. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll take it uh, in preparation of a full, like, core Fire Emblem game on the Switch.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, I think the last thing for me that I'm, like, super looking forward to, aside from, you know, some other things that we're talking about, mm-hmm. is uh, basically what we're looking at on screen right now, the Super Mario Odyssey. Um mm-hmm. That's the uh, now that Zelda is out. This is the next champion. You know what I mean for the system. Yeah. The yeah. next super heavy hitter. That's not just like a game that we've already bought once on the Wii U.
1: Yeah, I imagine um the the like core Mario games always do really well, mm-hmm. and they seem to pretty much always um. Like, they do a lot of cool stuff. Like, uh, I know, like, the Mario Galaxy games did some really interesting stuff with, like, the Wii U hardware. Yeah. it's, like, stuff that people kind of thought that you couldn't do. Uh, People weren't sure it was, like, powerful enough to compete with the other modern consoles. And that game kind of proved that it could do some really cool, interesting stuff with graphics and everything. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm interested to see it. It's, like, as of now, I'm very confused as to what it even is. Uh, and on screen, we're basically watching like Mario GTA. It's just so bizarre.
0: Yeah, this um, from what I understand, this is like a hub world. Um,
1: uh-huh. and New Donk City.
0: New Donk City. Is um, there an old Donk City? I, I pray to God there's an old Donk City, <laughs> and it's just a bunch of like
1: old ghetto Donk <laughs> <laughs> ghetto <laughs> ass bitches.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: I'll play that. That's horrible. I'm interested to see what they're able to do with, like, the hat possessions. Like The hat um, is,
0: like, the key of the game, pretty much. Yeah. it You know, it provides you with, you know, ranged attacks. It provides you with a platform to jump on um, mm. and, and more. So, yeah, that's going to be cool. It's going to be cool to see what happens when you um, possess these new... I mean we know what happens when you possess like bullet bills and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but like some of the other things. Like some of the you know, newer enemies and like even bosses, like ha- like what what could happen. Yeah. So there's a lot of exploration and play to be had there.
1: Definitely. Um Um Yeah, like, so then some of the games that like uh well I'll mention the one that we're we're both interested in and we just like there's no data on it. We just need to hear more about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the, like, Pokemon Core RPG game. Right. I, I'm a big Pokemon fan. I have been since the first ones came out in the U.S. Um, yep. I, I, like, everybody's been begging for a Pokemon, like, a good Pokemon console game forever. I mean, I played, like, the Pokemon Stadium games when those first came out. I played both the Pokemon Coliseum games on the GameCube. Um, I think uh, it was, right. like, the Pokemon... Um, gale of thunder or there was one that came out on the wii
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. gale
1: of darkness Yep. i don't know but uh, i didn't play that one but i've played every other um console pokemon game um i really like just what they could potentially do with like a modern system with like the graphics doesn't really matter but just like the interesting things they could do they could have a switch battle with your entire team like rotating and like some kind of weird like timed like, you could do some really cool stuff just because the system's able to process and load it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I hope they just really mess around with it. I mean, I am i don't ever expect a, like, Pokemon Skyrim, like people were talking about a few years ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't expect that, but I... I it could do
0: It could. I, but I do expect something along the lines of... You know, at least along the lines of what we have on handheld. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, just seeing that in a, a, a 3D, like, world, that would be enough, I think.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, uh, you know, they've been doing kind of, like, forced 3D or whatever, but, like... Um, like I mean, really, even if they just made, that, like, yeah. a better, like, slightly up game and, a, like, an exact copy of Sun and Moon or whatever, mm-hmm. I'd take that.
0: Sure, yeah, that'd be fine. Um... But they, can, they have I, I, a lot of
1: room to do a lot of cool stuff. That I'm yeah. I'm really I expect to. we'll get
0: a... Uh, uh, I, I want to say that we're gonna get a, uh, like. An Ash game, a mm-hmm. game about, you know, Ash and Pikachu, and then you can collect all of the.
1: Man, I don't know. I'm not sure Ash, if the original. The original Ash Origins. Like
0: I, I imagine it'll be more like Pokemon
1: Yellow. Uh, yeah, with that that kind of, like, your like... Pokemon, like, exist in the world. And, like, you have to, like... I, I can definitely see them, like, branching into, like... A little more of the, kind of, Monster Rancher thing. Of, like, you take care of them. Because they, like... Sun and Moon really went into that. Like, you have to, like, take care of them after fights. Yeah. And, uh, like, feed them to make them happy. And, like, brush their fur out if they're paralyzed or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they kind of even had some individual personality. Like... Certain Pokemon liked their rubs different ways. Well, yeah, and and they've gotten into that, you know, uh, different
0: natured Pokemon in the, you know, in the right, right. Um, so, um, titles. So
1: yeah, so they've they've kind of been building more and more like personal interaction with your Pokemon. And so, as looking far as at that's it, concerned, that could be great on console.
0: Yeah, I mean, looking at it, it you know, we talk about it a lot where games, uh, you know, try something with their past titles. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it, it kinda turns out, look, they were just doing that to you they know They were kinda this, testing towards this, this future. Yeah. This new thing, yeah. And I mean it, it very well could be, you know, putting all these little things here and there um into making this this full title that I don't expect us to get next year, like maybe
1: not even the year after. I don't know. Yeah, they can take a definitely. long time. I mean like, Pokemon Company takes their time. They're one of the few that's like they don't really announce until they're pretty sure, and then if they do have to like delay something, they'll just delay it by like six months and just not even like worry about it.
0: And I, I'm really hoping that they understand the urgency that this game needs, that the console needs yeah. uh, this game. Um, and it doesn't mean rush the product, but it means you know, there's a difference between rushing a product and finding you have something. Like you found basically the lightning in the bottle, mm-hmm. and pushing forward with it, you know, a nonstop thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, and like the, really there's... putting your resources behind like a heavy hitter, like a Pokemon game, right? Or like, like Pokemon heavy hitter, you know. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think Sun and Moon were the best-selling Pokemon games so far. So, um you know that that's that kind of idea of like this you know it, it hasn't lost its popularity at all and
0: mm-hmm. if
1: they could get like a really uh unique not just a port a better cooler fuller game on console that's a system seller for right. sure and i and i don't think for me
0: personally i don't think um, actually before i go into it what what do you think of the um
1: announcement of the newer sun and moon um, yeah, I like what I really wanted was like Pokemon Star. Yeah, you wanted like, the... a combined better version because that's historically they've done that. Yeah, um, I mean, they did do black and white too, but I thought those were pretty weak. So, but those were fully new games. That's true. It was a whole new, I mean, like this one also. I, I've but heard it... that this is going to be a whole new story going on, but yeah. set in the same place. I don't know. Um, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I like. I really don't like that. Like, uh, I wish. I, I think what Pokemon really needs to do, which is something that they can do on this console, I think, because I, I, I believe it's a memory issue is why they haven't done it yet. Um. They need to kind of have that thing where, like, you go around Kanto and you, you know, get in the Pokemon League and you face the trainers. Very traditional. You know, Kanto is. Kind of, the you know, the larger, like, region of Japan or whatever. Like, you know, it's based on their actual geography and everything. Right. And then... Um, you, so you need to be able to, like, play through Kanto, go to Johto, play through Johto, go to the next one, and, like, play through... I like, They have a good opportunity to, like, play through the history of the Pokemon series while simultaneously, um, you know, having something that could not work on handheld that, you know, you get these new i think the alolan form of pokemon was really cool yeah Uh, the ice sand slash is awesome um you know like just like having different styles and different looks depending on where they are they could really push that full force and they wouldn't even have to make a new region you could just play through what's already exists yeah like
0: they need to play uh catch up basically
1: Um, Yeah, like catch up some people that have probably skipped for five or six generations I think right. there's only like six or seven out, but you know.
0: So, so yeah, just, you know, basically just running out and knocking those ones out. I think that's, mm-hmm. uh, I think
1: that'd be huge. I mean, Th- that'd be like, huge. That'd be Like a- I said, I'm going to buy it no matter what they make. Yeah. So I, agree. I mean, but my, my, like my dream is that they really take it seriously. Like the, the chance they have to do something that they haven't done before. And uh, that's mm-hmm. not necessarily to say new. Like I'm saying, I'd be happy to get a game that had no new territory whatsoever, just new mechanics. Right, um, and I'd be I'd, I'd be
0: fine. I'm I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Um,
1: like I don't know if they would do that, but it seems like they're they're happy to re-release with new better features and new better Pokemon. So yeah, I'm all over that.
0: Yeah, I mean i I would I would really like you know that idea that you said of going to you know, all the different regions start, you know, start really early, you know, where we started back, Mm -hmm. you know, with handheld and then, you know, move forward, basically progressing game by game as they were released on handheld. But in like that, that 3D, you know, in that 3D space, that would be incredibly huge. That would be, Mm -hmm. um, well, basically it would be what everyone had been asking for.
1: It would be the dream, yeah. and they could potentially do something really cool with multiplayer um you know again that's another thing that they've been kind of messing with for a long time like they're different um different ways i guess that multiplayer works in different pokemon games and they've always for a long time they've been adding new like uh you know new ways to play like it started out with the quick link or whatever yeah um just plug your cables in and like see what your friends got and they probably are over leveling the shit out of you yeah but um make in getting those
0: um trading those pokemon to get the right. evolution trading to,
1: to get evolutions and to get uh you know complete your pokedex and right um i think they have a good opportunity like with the the better console which you know is probably i'm i'm sure the internet has to be more reliable than the ds version so mm. um you know they could maybe do something like integrate all of the things they've been trying to do with multiplayer and actually put them to good use which you know, in the Pokemon games, the multiplayer has never really entranced me, but it that doesn't really in any kind of game, so it's not unusual. And um, I know, it, I know, it's huge for some people. Like, um, oh, that's what keeps those games going. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, like Pasty Pasta Man, he was mm-hmm. just the other day when we were playing, he was like, he's like, oh, stupid wonder trade, and we were playing another that's game, right. and he was wonder trading while. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You know, while it was going on, and yeah, it was pretty comical. Yeah. And he's like. He's like, I just keep getting garbage. And he's calling out different regions for, for sending him terrible Pokemon. Brutal. Which, which is funny. Uh, he's like, oh, God, it's coming from California. It's going to be garbage.
1: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, there's, you know, I think Pokemon Go showed that people really want more of this in their lives. Um, that, I, know, the Pokemon Go kind of failed. Um, yeah, in, in execution, they didn't keep up with it. They... Well, they overpromised and undersold in a lot of ways. It, it's basically it's one of those things
0: nobody asked for this, right? Uh, in in this manner, but when you said it was coming out, it you know it was one of those things like again, no one asked for it, but it, it could be something that we all want. And they did a lot of cool things. I really love, and I you know I still have it on my phone. I still pop it open, you know, maybe mm-hmm. once or twice a week, and. Yeah play around with just basically like you know catching a pokemon or you know checking out and you know checking out like different like pokey stuffs or or whatever um and you know sometimes i get something new or you know like the patch we just had you, you know you get mm-hmm. something brand new like like raids but uh it they just really failed on the battlefront which is what the game's about of course yeah. it's about collecting. It's about collecting Pokémon. But after you have the Pokémon, what what do you do with them?
1: Yeah, yeah, and that was an issue. Like in the original Pokémon games, um when I play, I don't like uh until very recently, I don't try to collect them all. Like when I was a kid, I got my team and a few other cool Pokémon and that was it. Yeah, because it's like why like I don't really care to get the rest. Like it's not vital to me.
0: And there and there there are a lot of different players like I'm pretty much'm I'm in, I'm in that boat of I like to collect everything mm-hmm. like I like to try to collect everything but at this point with with Sun and Moon, dude it's it's rough going trying to collect everything and they've announced or they've put pushed forth that uh, uh, that pokey bank or whatever it is mm-hmm. and you can transfer Pokemon from you know your you know game A to game B. Um, I think most recently it was talked about since they're coming out with, uh, they came out with red, blue, and yellow, and they're coming out with gold and silver, that gold and silver, you're going to be able to use the the bank system. So you can bring your Pokemon from mm-hmm. the earlier games, you know, from, you can basically bring your team from red, blue, or yellow into gold or silver. So that's cool. Um, and then, you know, you can push them forward into the newer games that had access. So I think it started with, what, X and Y? Uh, yeah, I think so. So, you know, we have red, blue, yellow, gold, and silver when those drop, X, Y. Um, do we have the Alpha and Omega in there? I'm not um, sure if they
1: had access to that. But then, of course... Yeah, I think they Mary. did. They could only go forward, of course. Right. Uh, you can never go backwards, but... Um, but, yeah, I mean... Yeah. The, like, having... Having that
0: system, I think, going for the Switch is going to be uh, going to be really cool. Like, not saying that we'll, you know, we won't be able to, uh, you know, just capture all the Pokemon. I mean, they're going to have to mm-hmm. do that. They're either going to have to with the new Poke- the RPG. It's either we're going to have to play. Um, we're either going to have to check out, you know, the original one hundred and fifty, or you know. This portion, this portion of Pokemon, yeah. or they're gonna have to basically give them all of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I imagine they're gonna go with they're gonna go the route of you know here's the you know original. I don't think they'll just give us a random chunk of like here's some from Generation One and here's some from Generation Two. Right? Three. Yeah, that'd be you bizarre. Know. It would be really weird. So uh, it's either gonna be you know the original. Like 150 or 151, however, they decide to do that because they seem to do it different. And yeah. uh, every time they re launch stuff, or you know, give us all of them, which is pretty ambitious, I think. Yeah, I mean, well, what I'd are be we up really to? into? Um, what are we up
1: to? Is like, like 800 now? Yeah, it's like 800 something. Uh, I'd yeah. be really into if they did like uh, Um. this. Is weird and like. I've mentioned this a lot over the years and people always disagree with me. I think it'd be really cool if they made a game in it um, where, like, there were some unique forms. Uh, Sun and Moon kind of did this, where there's, like, some unique forms or, like, some Pokemon that are common to that region that are older Pokemon, and then a batch of new ones. And, like, that's it. The only way to get some of those old boys is to trade them in. Like, mm-hmm. I really like the idea of, like, this is a closed ecosystem. Like, we just don't... Like, every single place on Earth does not just have Diglets.
0: Yeah, you know? they're, like... Like you've seen a ton of Zubats, but guess what? Zubats not here because yeah, like they that's never where he belongs. Here. Yeah, they never yeah. made it here.
1: They, they belong in hell. They they belong. <laughs> they belong in the deepest rich reaches of hell. Yes. But I, I want to see Zubats in Doom, is what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's like it. Like I'm really into that kind of concept. And again, it, it helps with like I basically want to see what's new when I get a Pokemon game. Like I don't want to catch the 151 originals anymore. Like, I've caught him in every single Pokemon game that's ever come out. So, like, I got it. I understand what a Rattata is. Like, I'm good on that. Now, the new, like, Dark-type Rattata that was in Alola made him cool Mm -hmm. again. Especially that Chunky-Cheek Raticate. Yeah. So, like... fat son of a bitch. You know, that brings me back and makes me want to, like, get involved again on something that, like I said, I've played, like, 70, 80 times. And each time I do, I put, like, 100 hours into it, so...
0: And I think that, I mean, they, they might have... They have our number on that one because they mm-hmm. know that we're gonna try to catch the majority of the people are gonna try to catch them all again and again yeah. and again even yeah. if you keep giving, um, and yeah, I think that's that they know we're going to so you know why not make your game look longer you know,
2: mm-hmm. which
0: is what the what kind of what they're doing you know like you have the aspect of catching them all even if you've done it already so. It, it, it is it's kind of interesting you know like starting with the original one oh you got to catch them all and there's like 150 in here so you catch all of them and then you go into the second game and you know they release you know a ton more but you got to catch those originals again too
2: mm-hmm.
0: so it is it's just it's a building exercise for their game they just keep building upon it and making their game almost seem longer and longer and longer each time yeah that's kind of interesting. I never really thought about that until now. Mm-hmm.
1: Huh. Well, it's all about retention, I guess. Like, yeah. they don't release DLC or anything, which I actually think is a weakness. Um,
2: yeah, I think of some. I can think, of some, though, I can think but, of
1: some cool stuff they could potentially add. Right. Um, I mean, I honestly, do, like... When I do they appreciate do, it,
0: though. Um, because they release everything well, for the game right away. Yeah, yeah.
1: and that's really... Um, um, I can see, maybe. like... Like, honestly, I think these, like... What are they calling the new Sun and Moons? The alone form? No, just the the games that are coming out again. With, like, the new version. Like, they have black and white, too. It's not Sun and Moon, too, is it? No, it's,
0: um,
1: like... Is it, like, Plus or something? Super Sun and Misty Moon. (laughs) Whatever it is. Like, that... I, I honestly think that should just be DLC. Because it's uh, yeah, built on the same, it, it doesn't have specifically new Pokemon, it doesn't have like, anything crazy, like, it's the same land mass, I understand it's a new story, it's a new, all new scripting, all new conversation, all new dialogue, all new everything, but okay. like, uh, I can see that being a large expansion pack, you know, it's like 40 bucks, it runs on the guts and the code of the original game, and it's just got all this new content. Which, I mean, their systems are not necessarily known for their like, massive storage capacity, so I can see why that's an issue.
0: Oh, it's Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's what it is. Ultras. So, like... uh, I don't know. Like, when you buy Ultra Sun, if you're paying full price, you should just get Sun bundled with it.
0: Well, I think it's just crazy that we're buying Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And, I, you know, I, I don't have a release date for it, but I think it's... It'll um, probably
1: be... uh, well, This holiday, right? I don't right? know. They, they're they're kind of... They usually release around holidays, so... So, I, um, I believe it's this holiday, mm-hmm. but we had just bought
0: Sun and Moon in November.
1: Uh, the year before, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's insane. Like, I don't know. It's weird to me. It just it seems... I agree. And they, they can't have a new game if they did. Um. Yeah, they're thinking the 17th
1: of November. So... That's, that's the guess right now.
0: So, literally a year later, you're buying... Yeah what could essentially because we don't know be the exact same game
1: mhm which with, just like a little bit of different content
0: yeah with 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 a few new a few new yeah. things and they say it's a new storyline
1: Hmm.
0: but it's not it's not a new game right whereas black and white 2 that was a a new game in a world you know in a world that was already existing yeah I well know. i
1: mean even those even those i think should have just been add-ons um I, yeah. know, I just think we're I think we're past that. I think uh um well, I guess my thoughts are documented pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I, like I, I think they need to build on what they're doing already, but if building on it means releasing the same game twice, like I'm not necessarily into that.
0: Yeah, I agree. Alright. All right.
1: Um, yeah. And yeah, you also had um I, I just uh, put
0: it down because like it's it's not a series that I'm a huge fan of, yeah. But it's it's a big and it's a big announcement, you know, Metroid Prime Four. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't show off anything, but it's huh. it goes into talking about that, like people for people that have the Switch, they need games that, like, that they can look forward to, and at the you yeah. know at the time it's it, it was just Super Mario, that was it. There was not. There, there was really nothing else. So, it's um, it's refreshing, you know, to see you know Pokemon RPG Pokemon game freaks being announced, Metroid being yeah. announced. Um, we even got eyes on and we didn't talk about it. Uh, a new Kirby game,
1: mm-hmm. like, and there's gonna be a new Yoshi game as well,
0: and and a new Yoshi game which looks a lot like uh, Little Big Planet. Um, <laughs> it just it it there's they they really brought it with E3 and talked about their. You know, they really took that to heart. Like, look, the gamers that have the system don't really have a lot to look forward to. And they saw mm-hmm. that. So here we are.
2: So yeah, moving forward, uh,
0: like I said earlier in the podcast, it's it's execution time. It's, um, you know, hunker down and make these games that you were talking about. And, um, uh, and make them quality. You know, don't rush them, especially because we have that... Uh, you know, you know, if you rush it and it's bad, that's going to leave an even worse taste than not getting a game in someone's That's own. true.
1: That's true. Um, so. I just wanted to share real quick uh, online the uh, Twitter account Peter Molyneux, <laughs> the second fake Peter Molyneux account, said, uh, Exciting to hear that Mario can't die in his next adventure. Imagine if everyone else grows, grows older throughout the game until it's just Mario. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, that's pretty thrilling. See, he can't.
0: It says he, he. It says that he can't die. But I've been watching the. Um,
1: well, I believe he means like he can't die from like accidents. Like he he can fall an unlimited distance. He doesn't appear to age at all. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, like you can be killed like an idiot, unless they have like Vita chambers like from Bioshock or something.
0: We need to write up an entire story on Mario on. Like, <laughs> and like do a, a podcast. On. Like the
1: fact that he's like a disgusting goblin.
0: Yeah, what the fuck is he? Um what is why is he not been, a human. Yeah, why has he been around? Like, we need to bring up a we need to write up our own theories on what he is, why he's been around so long, and how he's going on these crazy LSD trips.
1: Is it just oh, okay. <laughs> it's that could explain LSD. a lot if he's just like tripping his balls off.
0: It's literally this is this is um, it's just John Leguizamo on LSD.
1: It, <laughs> the whole you know, thing. It could be. Like, he's walking around on his knees like he did in. Um, oh, shit. What was the movie? Uh, Moulin Rouge. <laughs> he just. This is. Like, they.
0: Basically, what Mario is, is they pitched the Mario movie, and John Leguizamo was interested in the role, and then yep. he took LSD and forgot to go to the signing, and this is just. I can totally Wait, see that. He forgot. I think to go that's to go to actually the...
1: what happened with the real Super Mario Brothers movie. It has Luigi in.
0: Yeah, and he just never went.
1: He never went to the thing. And this is just they had the CGs in there. Yeah. Like okay, if, <laughs> if Super Mario Odyssey at the end credits, as the credits are rolling, like zooms out and it's in a John Luisiano thought bubble, I'm gonna shit to death and then eat it <laughs> to, to death. <laughs> oh, that's God. amazing. I will shit in Mario's conscious hat that will know what I'm doing to it, and then I will eat the hat. Oh, God! Please no, mister! Don't shit in my brim! <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> cool! Oh. <laughs> Whoa! I can, um, I can, uh... Yeah, there's... I, I think, um... Like you're saying, like... Uh... Nintendo has... So far... I think they've done a really bad job in, like giving people a reason to buy the Switch, I guess. Like, Mm -hmm. um, Breath of the Wild did it, and that's like, I mean, for a launch title, to come out with perfect tens, it's one of the highest-rated games. I think it's the highest-rated game of this year. Yeah. Uh, There's a likelihood that we discussed with Drake, you know, when we were talking to him last time. There's a likelihood that's going to be game of the year, like, hands down. For a lot of Yeah. And it was the launch of a system. Like... When's the last time a, like, launch day game was the number one game to come out for something? You know what I mean? So yeah, I think the um, last one was Layer,
0: right? For PS3? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Disgusting.
0: Sure. If you don't know what Lair is, please just do a quick I, Google I, search uh, and uh, check it out.
1: I bought Lair with my PS3. Ooh. And I got my PS3, like, two years after the PS3 launched. So that's pretty rough. Yeah. Um, I, I had time to know by then, but I didn't take advantage of it. Yes. but uh, the, you know, it's it's um, like it was an extraordinary game. Even I mean, like you know, coming from it not being my favorite thing, I can still appreciate what it is. Right. Um, you know, it's it's uh, I just don't think it's enough. I I don't think one game is enough to justify a system to people. Oh,
0: de- oh, definitely not. And, and uh, I mean, there's a have... lot of Nintendo
1: fans that are gonna get it, but it's like even they are still thinking of the future games that are gonna come out that they are gonna want are gonna want.
0: Yeah, we've we've gotten real, like, Nintendo's stuck in this old, the old habit of, you know, release a game, oh, people can play that game for, you know, three or four years.
1: And it's just like, I mean, that's true?
0: No, we can,
1: but we won't. People, and you know, people will be playing uh, Breath of the Wild for the next four years. But they want something else to do, too. Right. And, uh, you know, Mario Kart 8 is uh, great, but all it is, you know, it's a game that came out Jeez. Yeah, Four, five, six years ago? I mean, if you consider that it also came out on 3DS. So mm-hmm. I've already... I've had it on 3DS. I've played it on the Wii U. You know, I never had a Wii U, but y- you and I played it together. Right. So it's like, I've been playing this game. And it's really cool to have all the, the extra stuff and have it on the new system, have it portable again. Um, you know, it's if you have it on the 3DS, it's not the same as it is on console. Console's much better. Yeah, so, it is. It's, it's much um, better. You know, even considering that, it's like... A lot of their big stuff they've released is like, I can just buy this on Steam for ten bucks. I can wait for a sale and get it for five. Like, there's no reason for me to buy it for twenty on the Switch, other than that it's portable. Or um, God
0: forbid, uh, a game that's been out forever and dropping at was it forty bucks. It was uh Jesus. Binding of Isaac.
1: Yeah, Binding of but, Isaac, Rebirth, Afterbirth, plus plus eight. Like yeah. Alpha Centauri Star Twenty Two. With, with the tank, yeah. Had everything plus Taint, featuring Taint, Taint McGee, Ashley McGee's cousin. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's again, it was a newer version. It had more added, like super mega DLC, everything. But it's like, I mean that that was it's so old that it's been free on PlayStation Plus like six times.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like I would, like I was interested in picking it up, The Binding of Isaac, but then I looked at that price tag and
1: I'm like, no, not for twenty. Yeah, Like, Like 15 would be asking for a lot. And Nintendo's really guilty of that. They don't put their stuff on sale ever. And, like, when they do, it's, like, 10% off. Yeah. It's, like, like, these same games that are out on the Switch, a lot of these games that are, like, you know, if they are available on other platforms or whatever, uh, you can buy them through anybody else for cheaper. Or they came out first on everybody else. Like, Stardew Valley there's still not a solid like release date on that yeah and uh you know it's not just one guy working on it anymore i mean it's been successful enough that the publisher just has other teams port it right Stu, so um you know it's like there's no definitive release on this game that came out a couple years ago um and yeah the most recent update was in june and they said it's they still definitely are trying to get it out the end of this year it's like that's crazy and I think that's just Nintendo going back to their old ways.
0: You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, they, they've they been super guilty of,
1: you know... Well, they're being, very conservative. They're a very yeah. conservative company. They don't yep. do a crazy sales. They don't just unleash any old game that comes along. You know, they're careful with it. But it's like, that, that's that's not really going to cut it. Like, yeah. The times have changed, basically.
0: And yeah. It's you know, it, it's, it's time for them to, you know, to remain... Uh, relevant they they have to mm-hmm. evolve for mm-hmm. sure and you know they, i they just uh you know think, it's
1: they act like they don't want to take any risks yeah and they, they release definitely a don't game that's a they, they release a system that's a tablet that nobody else would even consider doing something like that you know yeah yeah they definitely like, no did you take risks like just yeah, if you're gonna take just, risks just do it they don't want to take risks with their
0: games they always mm-hmm. take risks with their hardware and yeah by not taking advantage of taking the risks with their games, it, it causes their hardware to fail.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Even if the game is good, even if they have hits on the, on, you know, they they don't take those risks and, and make that, um, you know, until we've just recently heard, and it's not even confirmed that we'll even get it on this console. Mm-hmm. It, they, they said we would, but there's no confirmation, you know, there's right. no 100% on that, uh, you know, Of getting that, you know, that Pokemon RPG or anything like that.
1: It's it's all, like, we really don't know what it is going to be. Right. Like, they haven't released that at all. It could Um,
0: just be another kind of, like, Rumble, uh, like, RPG Rumble, like, hybrid. Yeah. It could be be something
1: stupid and weird that nobody wants, basically. Exactly.
0: And (laughs) that's where the phrase Nintendo. You're making Nintendo decisions.
1: Like that's where that comes from. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I um, really don't want to see that. So I just don't. Uh, like this is obviously a hit. Why don't you just like? I mean, I'm not saying cash in, but I'm saying no. like release a game.
0: Yeah, no? release something that you know the people <laughs> you know the people that buy your game are are stoked about. Yeah. And I mean, and they just, have they're weird they're, about it. They're so they weird have about so it. many they have so many chances to do that and they mm. just don't take it. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. It's going to be interesting seeing the next, uh, even six months of of the, the Switch. You know, like, what comes of, you know, Super Mario Odyssey, what comes of all the indie titles that they're supposed to be, you know, bringing Splatoon, how ARMS continues to evolve. They're getting yeah. really big into the... Um, uh, what do you call that? Like the esports with mm-hmm. some of their multiplayer. Splatoon, types?
1: With arms, uh, yeah. It Looks like I mean, pokin's probably going to do it or Poken or whatever. So yeah, the Poken um,
0: tournament or whatever. Um, Mario Kart,
1: but I like Pokken. because it's Pocket Monsters. It is. Pokemon. But yeah, uh-huh. um, I think that's my final thought. Uh, execution. That's yeah. where yeah. they need to. It's all about. Um, uh, I guess, like. It's about retaining that audience. Like, this is the same issue I think that Pokemon Go had, and that's kind of what killed Pokemon Go, is that they had so many people that were on board. Like, okay, I'm here, I'm queer, get used to it. Like, people showed up, they were going out, they were finding dead bodies, they were getting lost, they were getting hit by cars, falling off cliffs. Everybody was crazy for Pokemon Go.
0: No, no, you should you should have seen um, Living in Winter Park... Uh, I mm-hmm. went over to this adja- like this little adjacent area, and they have a huge park over there. Um, mm-hmm. They had to set up another curfew. They had to hire more people. Or they had to like they they set a different curfew um, mm-hmm. for people who weren't going to a movie or something like that. So they set up. I think they tripled security, had more groundskeepers to make sure that wow. the grass wasn't you know trampled and destroyed. Um, there were people out there that were playing this game, and they would bring food in like coolers <laughs> and stuff. And then they would set up a small sign and the sign, <laughs> you know, it would just be like, Oh, Hey, you know, I'm selling, you know, candy for like a buck and That's a pop awful. for 50 cents. And the, it, it was insane. There were 300 people out there at any given time. Yeah. The, I mean,
1: we had, you know, we had stores that were like the store itself was paying to just keep the stop like always like, uh, whatever the special, like lured, um, mm-hmm. you know there's like businesses were making like there was a pokemon go spike in small business sales like right. undeniable i mean the, the game it, it had uh unprecedented i think success uh especially considering it was asking you to do something it wanted people to get off their ass and go do something which is awesome like, as far as like, like crazy. um, crazy you know the game is essentially like really basic geocaching nothing's yeah. ever gotten that close to the mainstream before and they totally squandered it i mean the The fact that they didn't have a lot of the things that they promised. The fact that they didn't really support it. We still don't have trading. They were taking features. Uh, yeah, they still don't have trading. And they were actually taking features away. As they were... You know, the game came out in those first, like, three or four days. You had, like, the directional. Like, this dude's only, like, three steps away. And then right. if you kind of, like, walked around, you could figure out where they were. So they were removing features from the game. While they were already under-delivering. So, like, I mean, I understand that it was, you know, resource-intensive. It was making the game crash, blah, blah, whatever. But, like, you still lost that momentum and you still lost that face. And they just never recovered from that and the game never will recover from that no matter what they do. And uh, I think Nintendo has a similar window. I mean, much larger window because Pokemon Go had, like, two months and if it didn't catch you, everybody quit. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Nintendo has maybe, like, a year. Like, if by the end of this year, they don't have a lot of hits, like several hits on their hand, uh, I think Zelda and even Mario are not going to be enough to carry it by themselves. And um, there really does need to be that market for smaller games, and they need to be willing to give some smaller games away. Uh, They need Mm -hmm. to be willing to take a loss if that means that everybody that has the system buys the game.
0: Yeah, moving forward with um, their online, I wonder if they're going to go that route of... Oh, that needs
1: to be fully rebuilt.
0: Yeah, I wonder. Well, they're doing that online portion, and I wonder mm-hmm. if they're doing. Um, I wonder if it's gonna, uh, you know, if they're gonna have like a like a games with gold, a PlayStation Plus.
1: Well, they are. It's it's gonna be old, uh, um, like rezzed games with some possibly multiplayer components tacked on, which I think is cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but originally Nintendo it was only gonna be free during the month, but they actually did cave, and they're just gonna let people have it for free permanently as long as they have the the account.
0: Okay, good. That's what I was worried about, because, like, I really don't like that, and it's, I'm not a big fan of that model of, like, okay, this game is free, but you only have,
1: you know, 15 days to play it. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. I I almost never do, like, Steam free weekends. I mean, we were talking about that earlier in the episode. Um, Yeah. I usually don't even, if I get a game for free through PlayStation Plus or Gold or what have you... I usually don't even play it that month. I usually just have it in my library and I end up playing it a couple months later when I'm not doing anything else, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean that usually that's usually the way I end up going about it as well. And it's I it's, think
1: that's I think that's common. Yeah, and like
0: a beta is one thing, giving you like, oh okay, here's um you know, the like three days that you can check out right. like in Nintendo's case ARMS, here's the you know, here's the times to check out Splatoon two. Or even more recently, um, I was streaming some Lawbreakers, and they had that available um, throughout mm-hmm. last weekend. And uh, you know, that's that's one thing. But
1: uh, man, that's, I mean, yeah, I understand too, because that's part of the packaging
0: it that way. Is it's kind of yeah. I don't want to say deplorable, but it is. It's kind of well. Shitty. Imagine
1: if uh you know imagine if they sold Call of Duty and you bought it for sixty bucks, and they said, uh, download your five month pass, like. That would not fly. And yeah. I mean, in fact, you know, MMO, like subscription model MMOs don't really, like they're not really doing very well anymore because of that. Because it's like, dude, if I bought your fucking game, I'm not, like, if I if I paid for my online service and you're giving me this game, you better just give me the game. Right. Like, I don't want to just play it for five days and then it's gone. Um, and, you know, as a selling, as a marketing thing, like, if it's like, oh, you can play our game for free for this weekend and you can buy it discounted and it's because we have another game coming out, like Shadows of Mordor, mm-hmm. then that, that's a marketing thing, you know? That's not Steam saying, thanks for being a loyal customer, here's a free game. Right. It's different. It, it's very know? different, yeah. Um, which I it, And even like I said, I still don't even like that. I still don't like the the limited window. Just make it really cheap. Maybe take a dollar off and even cheaper than it already is. And just yeah. don't do free at all, you know? So, I don't know. Like uh, Yeah. Um, right. I mean, that's just me personally, but... Um, you know, it is a different thing, and I'm glad that they caved and, it, and I think uh, usually I like when a company sticks to their guns, but in this case I think it was a good move because it was kind of a stupid choice to begin with um, I think
0: uh, I, I think Nintendo is slowly making their decisions um making the correct decisions. it almost feels like like a parent dragging a child like a whining child yeah. like yeah. and you, you're just like, come on, just.
1: They didn't want to get us the toy, but in the end, we screamed loud enough that we shamed them into getting it for us.
0: Yeah. They're like, we're dragging them kicking and screaming into, you know, the 21st century.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh,
0: So it's, it's, it's rough, but, um, I think, I think like you said, this, you know, the end of this year is going to be make or break for it. And I, I, I believe that they're going to do, they're going to do well, um, in the end. I think yeah I think I think they're all set up Um,
1: I don't think we're gonna have like a console fail situation like the Wii U kind of did yeah I don't think uh and that's interesting because you know the Wii U was well supported so that shows that even supporting something with a lot of games doesn't necessarily mean you have a win automatically you know
2: right
1: so um I hope you know it really does seem like they learned their lesson on that and I hope they did and you know I don't think it's something to worry about but as of right now they just haven't been super cool about like delegitimizing those fears
0: yeah, but cool. I think that's uh, I think that's pretty good for our uh, our switch talk, talking mm-hmm. about some sales. Which, if you're going to be catching this on podcast, you're going to have about one day to go. Get yeah. so, don't fuck around.
1: <laughs> well, this is. I mean, you know, this is sale season, so there'll be more that we have. We don't even know about yet. So um, right, right. Probably just hit up all the usuals. Yep,
0: and uh, and one of the big things you can do is you know just check out our facebook um we usually like to run you know like daily freebies and stuff like that um Mm -hmm. it's been a little more lax recently but i think that's because we're taking on different things you know playing around more with uh video and audio and streaming of course the podcasts streaming um Mm -hmm. so uh is there anything else you want to say on nintendo or you're you good
1: um, I'm good on that. I mean, I like I said, I have high hopes, but they uh, I don't think they can afford to miss the mark again on it.
0: Yeah. I'll agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with that, uh, if you guys are listening to this uh, as a podcast, um, make sure to head over and, uh, of course, subscribe if you haven't. And uh, type in a small review. Let us know what you think. Um, good, bad Otherwise, whatever you yeah, that want. That really to
1: helps, uh, especially on iTunes. That's that is kind of how the algorithm helps people find new stuff. So, you know, yeah. any kind of recommendations, you, of course, we appreciate that. But uh, the rating and reviews are uh, a big tool to find kind of new strangers.
0: Yeah, but it pushes uh, it pushes us into different categories, mm-hmm. so people can get eyes on our content, which is what you know, it's kind of all about getting people yeah. talking about what we're talking about
1: so i did want to do uh i wanted to do a real quick shout out um i've seen that we've had uh you know i I thought maybe it was a fluke but there's actually been you know a couple downloads from a uh listener in australia or at least australian ip address i'm highly interested in that and if you are our australian listener uh i definitely like send us an email uh um, or you know get on facebook and track us down on either one uh Like, email would be mammothgamesinc at gmail.com. I'm I'm super interested in how you came across us, and, uh, you know, if you have anything to add. um, I know just a tiny bit about the Australian game industry, kind of because of the whole uh, Team Bondi debacle and some of the, like, ratings issues on Steam. So, I'm super interested to hear if you have anything to say, or, you know, just to write in and say hi. Uh, And, yeah, definitely how you found us, because I don't even know how I find us, to be honest. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah um and then uh yeah i mean as always you know make sure you're like comment and share over on facebook following us yes. on twitch uh at mammoth games inc you can check all of our personal twitch accounts uh in the info below mm-hmm. on our twitch um at twitter uh just at mammoth games inc so you know when we're going live when we're streaming this kind of stuff and more and um yeah, just stay connected with us. Let us know what you want to hear, what you want to see. Um, or even if you're interested in possibly joining us, you know, we're up to consider yeah. all of that. Um, but, yeah, that's it for our uh, sales and the Switch stream uh, and podcast. Um, yeah, I guess uh, I guess that's it. Anything else? Nothing else from you? You're good? Nope, I'm good. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess we will see you guys next time.